look to you to help and save us. That was that song before where we repeated that again and again. We look to you, Jesus, to help and save us. This is kind of the theme coming from Romans. A lot of stuff talked about there. We'll go through it a little bit. But this is the theme stated in another way. This is why it depends on faith, not on order, but in order that the promise may rest on grace. So we look to you to help and save us, Jesus. And then we've got this, I've highlighted, depending on faith and resting on grace. Okay? So what are we depending on? What are we leaning on? What are we looking to for our life is the big idea. And I want to bring this picture to you to think about this is in a building, a construction of a building, there are so-called load-bearing walls. You can see them there. Generally, they are uh, coming down onto the foundation and more the foundation, the footings. And then above them, they are bearing the load of what's above them, the roof structure and that kind of thing. Often, load-bearing walls are quite important in multiple-storey buildings. Uh, Often they are. They're very important (laughs) in those. I lived in a multi-story building when I was a student, as in it was a dorm building, and it was built in the 1960s. This is at the seminary in Adelaide, and it's all these little cubicle rooms, actually. And um, by the time I was there, and certainly afterwards, they wanted to redesign the whole interior instead of just having all these little cubicle rooms, maybe some bigger rooms, some rooms to um, have, a, you know, kind of a lounge area or something. Instead of all these cubicle rooms, where we were, where we slept, there was a bathroom. Then we went somewhere else for a meal. We went somewhere else for lectures. It wasn't a very sort of a homely sort of space. But the building was built with all walls were load-bearing walls, so they couldn't knock any out. So it was designed not very well, whereas major buildings, office, office buildings, that kind of thing, they're often redesigned because the walls inside, some, some walls inside of buildings are just partition walls and they can be removed, no problem. And you can change the design of the house, like here's one there, you can see partition wall, non-load-bearing, that could be removed and you can make a bigger room, for example. But to knock load-bearing walls out is a little bit more Complicated. Apparently can be done, but costs lots more and uh, can be quite complicated. Um, Well, I think it's a little bit what Paul was saying in the text and and thinking about what's, where do we, uh, what do we depend on? Um, It's like the load-bearing wall. What are our load-bearing walls? Where do we put our trust is what Paul was talking. Paul writes to the Romans, a group of Christians, and his letter is about a lot of things, but at least one of the things it is about is about grace. And he mentions that several times. This is two times in the reading that we heard earlier on. And one of them is here. He says, Now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. That word is actually grace. As a grace, huh? He goes on to say, if you work, you get your wages. Well, he says that there, sorry. Um, No one, but no one, now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. 
That's your pay. So it's not a grace. It's not a gift. You work for it. And then later on, um, Paul says, therefore the promise comes by faith so that it may be by grace. And he goes on to say that then it can be guaranteed to all of Abraham's offspring, not just those under the law, but those outside of the law. This kind of division at the time when Paul was writing between uh, the Jews and the Gentiles. Paul teaches us that in Christ, God puts things right. He makes things right. He makes people right. He will make all things right graciously. He does it graciously, which means by grace. By grace. That means, of course, that it's his initiative. The action is his. And the glory is his. And it's not partly by grace. It's not mostly by grace. It's all by grace. And if it's by grace, yes, it's all by grace. Now, grace has a number of things that goes with it, and one of them is faith. And, uh, yeah, we said that already. So here it is again. Now, to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work but trusts God who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. So here we have, if things are done by grace for us, by God, then the thing that goes with it is we trust in what God has done for us. That's faith, not in other things. Okay? So faith is actually the opposite of working. Faith is receiving. Faith is receiving. Um, Someone else works graciously by grace and we receive what the other person has done. That's faith, okay? Um, Faith leans on God's grace in Christ and only on God's grace. Depends on it, okay? This is where Paul Paul is building up this picture that that's the load-bearing wall, God and his action and his grace for us in our life. And there are all sorts of other walls that we might have built up as load-bearing walls in our life. In a sense, this is what's happening in the group that Paul is writing to, okay? There was this, in the early part of the church history, there was people coming out of the Jewish faith, Old Testament, um, laws and those kinds of things. And, um, and then came people who weren't from a Jewish background, were converted and came into the church, became part of the Christian faith. And there was a bit of controversy because actually a lot of people at that time had this load-bearing wall which was the laws of the Old Testament, the, the Jewish ceremonial laws and these kinds of things, like the food laws, for example. Don't eat pig meat. Uh, You can eat this, you can't eat that. A whole host of them. Um, Some seafood, all those kinds of things. All the circumcision law, all the Sabbath law, all the lots of uh, other ceremonial uh, laws. And people were actually challenged 
that they were actually depending on that instead of depending on God because at the, at the time uh, that people from outside the Jewish faith became part of the Christian faith and there were people thinking, shouldn't they, shouldn't they also not eat this and eat this and shouldn't they also be circumcised, shouldn't they also be all these lists of laws? And the early church was challenged with that and of course they proclaimed that it's not a load-bearing law. The Old Testament law is not a load-bearing law. It can be removed. The load-bearing law is Christ and what he's done for us and not what we do by following certain laws. So that was happening, and therefore Paul said this later on. He said, uh, um, so that all of Abraham's children could become part of what God is doing, huh? not just the ones following these laws, also the ones who are not following the, those laws. And therefore, we're here today because of that. Huh? We are not from that law, that, those law backgrounds. We have our own cultures that have given us other kinds of laws to follow too. Um, what are we leaning on is the question. Well, let me introduce you to Mr. X. Here, here he is, standing here. He and God go back a long way. He comes from a Christian family. He's gone to church for years and years, and he knows his Bible very well. And his life is pretty much together. He's morally upright, pillar of the church. And because he thinks about all this, two things happen to him. On the one hand, Mr. X can't help but notice that he's a bit better than a lot of other Christian people, uh, especially who he sees at church. Some of their lives are a bit of a mess, and some of them don't know the Bible as much as he does. So Mr. X can't help but feeling a bit superior and boasting a bit, maybe not out aloud, but in himself having this kind of private boasting feeling. So in the end, what's he leaning on there? is the big question. What is he leaning on? And are these load-bearing walls the things that he's leaning on? His good life, his years of service, his whatever, whatever. But uh, to tell you the truth about Mr. X, quite often he's a bit insecure. Because he bases his good standing partly on his good achievements, he can't help but feel a bit anxious sometimes. There are deeds and words and certainly thoughts in his life that he would hate to be projected up there for everyone to see. And so, alongside his boasting, he's never quite totally comfortable because he's leaning on the goodness in his life, which isn't perfect in the end. And can't bear the load. There's also Mrs. Y who thinks more of what she's done for the church than what Jesus has done for her. She's pretty sure that if anyone is good in the sight of God, it's her because she's done a lot of good work for the church. And yet she sometimes wonders, have I been good enough? What is she leaning on? And can it take the weight what do I lean on? What are the load-bearing walls that I've built 
And maybe you've had some of those walls smashed down because they aren't load-bearing. And they can be difficult times, but they can be the greatest time of God's mercy in our life, getting us to realize that that's not the be-all and end-all of our relationship with God. And just as well, it doesn't depend on us is the point. It can be a special time when God does this, that I discover that what I was leaning on is now gone. That I was depending on and is now gone. Whatever it was and how God has knocked it down, now all that is left for me is God's grace so that I may trust in him and lean on Christ alone. God's plan is for all And so the promise comes to rest on one person, Jesus Christ, who was the person, is the person for all people. Jesus loved all. He showed that. Wherever he went, he pushed over human walls that were set up, that put people behind walls and separated them, that this group, this group, that group. Jesus smashed them, sort of shocked people the way he did that the way he approached people, the way he ate together with people, the way he lived and ministered, and of course the way he died, it all came down to one thing, Jesus for all people, and he bore it all for all people. The true load-bearing wall for all people. For God is the God who gives life, and he therefore brought Jesus Christ back to life and he gives us a new life through Jesus. Now that is grace. The only way it comes to us. By God's gift to us. That you are alive, that God forgives you, that God loves you, that you belong to him and you are part of his family. And if the promise of grace is for you, then who else is it for? for others, for all. If God has accepted me, then he will also be ready to accept others without distinction or the distinctions we might put up. And so the walls are gone and we can lean on Christ alone. We are all people leaning on grace, what God has done for us through Christ. Amen. And the peace of God which passes all human understanding and uh, God's just unconditional love and grace that comes to us through Jesus Christ be with you and be the thing that you lean on and trust on, trust in, in Jesus' name.